Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine. Welcome back. Round two here of Tapped Out on the BetQL Network. Brendan's in Miami, Kansas City. Myself, I am Sean Levine. Brendan, are you going to fight me? You know how the segment works. I make a statement and you tell me if you're going to fight me or not. Tyron Woodley is going to throw hands early and often tonight against Jake Paul. (laughs) I mean, uh, I'll half fight you on that. I believe he will throw hands early. I don't know if I would ever say he's going to throw them often. Um, but I think that, yeah, listen, he's got the, he's got the $500,000 knockout bonus, uh, with, uh, with, with this one, which doesn't make the fight feel sketchy at all. Um, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I think he'll, he'll try and make a statement early on. I'm actually kind of curious to see how Jake Paul comes out of this one. Cause he was acting like a maniac at the weigh-in yesterday. So is he going to keep to his word of, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to F him up. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to obliterate him. So I'm honestly uh, more curious to see what Jake is, uh, from that regard, but I give it That's half money. It's funny you say you want to half fight me because Tyron Woodley's half fought everybody for the last five years. All right. How about how about this statement? And I again feel kind of sick to my stomach saying this. Jake Paul is the main guy for the revival of boxing. I was thinking about it. You gonna fight me on that? Yeah, I'm gonna fight you on that. I think that uh I, I honestly think that this fight against Tyron Woodley has kind of shown like, eh. You know, it's. I don't think it's had the buzz that the last one did. I still think that Canelo's the main guy. I think Gervonta Davis, uh, people really care about when he fights, especially from a live game perspective. Hasn't been a, uh, been that monster guy on pay-per-view yet. I think there's just, honestly, there's so many young, talented fighters right now in boxing. Uh, I, I honestly feel like the talent's almost as good as it's ever has been. I don't think they need Jake Paul for that. Uh, the problem is that they just, they you know, it's always been that they can't get each other to fight each other when we want to see it. But this has been a year that's been shook up. George Cambos is winning the lightweight championship in the hottest division in boxing. Uh, Canelo Alvarez with whoever he th- fights. Tyson Fury is probably going to have a unification fight for the heavyweight championship. So, yeah, no, I don't think boxing needs Jake Paul. Um, but he definitely has gotten people to tune in and take his uh, take take it more seriously than they have before. Wonder Boy's on the card tonight, taking on Bilal Muhammad. You're going to fight me if I told you that Stephen Wonder Boy Thompson is a top 10 all-time UFC striker. Ooh. No, I'm not going to fight you on that. I think, uh, especially with how unique he is, right? Like, if you talk about just unique styles, tough guys to figure out, and you think about how foolish he's made some guys look, like, I mean, who who would you put in as far as his type of style, John? Like, Guys who are tough to figure out well, and 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 beat. I mean, it's he's he's up there, man. 
to to be fair, his type of style has tried and failed many times in the UFC. Like he's might be the only guy that I can really think of that's made that style work. Just out of curiosity, if I asked you who was the best striker, not your favorite, but who would you have at number one? Anderson Silva, Max Holloway? Like, who do you think when I say he's the best UFC striker of all time who comes to mind? I gotta go. I would say, yeah, I feel like I gotta go Spider just because, like, he's, like, the OG. Like, of all, like, the crazy creations and all that type of stuff, he's he's definitely gotta be up there. Uh, Max Holloway, certainly, with uh, with the volume that he puts forth. I mean, honestly, Jose, before he got knocked out by, by McGregor, featherweight McGregor, one of the best strikers we've ever seen. I think that He's definitely lost his shine over the past few years, but that guy, as far as his run to the to his first championship, one of the most remarkable things we've seen in the sport. Speaking of knockouts, you gonna fight me if I told you that Charles Oliveira is gonna get knocked out by Justin Gaethje? Yes, I do. I, I, I honestly look. Justin Gaethje is is a badass and and is so fun to watch. But confirmed, we saw in his championship fight against Habib got diced up. And 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 that guy, who, uh, the the guys who have the path who aren't gonna play that game and stand and bang with him and try and out tough him, um, that to him I think is going to mess with him. I think he likes to get these guys to play into that game, um, and so for me, yeah, I don't think I think Charles 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 Oliveira made me a believer last week. I was sitting here, you know, Team Diamond, Team Dustin Poirier, and you know what? Sometimes you just have a performance. You're just like, he's that dude right now. And I don't, I honestly, I don't think, I don't think Justin Gaethje's got a shot against him. Real quick, BT, what do you think is next for Dustin? Like switch weight classes, work his way back up to the top. What do you yeah. do? Uh, I mean, he, him and Nate Diaz were going back and forth heavy this week on, uh, on social media. And it has to seemed, be Diaz. It, yeah. It seems like him and Nate Diaz are trying to get this uh, UFC 271 or there's there's no other there's no other great option right maybe for Diaz there's plenty of options still but for honestly for Poirier which is crazy there's no other great uh, great options right now besides Diaz right well it was interesting maybe Connor came, yeah he came out this week he he's definitely into the 170 thing like he's he's done cutting to 155 he made that pretty clear um but for for fighting Nate I think that's just fun because of the backstory like these guys they had that canceled fight. They genuinely do not like each other. And I think that always makes Nate Diaz fun fights a little bit more fun when there is that blood feud. Um, so for me, yeah, that's, I think, the Poirier fight I'd be most interested in. The only other one I think comes close right now would be him and Colby. But I honestly want to see Jorge Masvidal versus Colby more than I want to see Colby versus Poirier. So maybe put them all on a card together. Now we're talking. That's the difference is Colby coming off a loss still has tons of options. As you just said, hell, I'd, I'd be cool with him running it back with Usman part three. I know that people say, well, he's lost twice. Those are the two best guys right now in their weight class. I'd be perfectly fine seeing that again. I think he's got to get one more. I, I don't think he's in the spot where it's ridiculous for him to get a third crack at the title or, or like, it, it, like I would have a problem if it was Masvidal, you know, Masvidal getting flatlined, like the way he did, he probably needs a new champion to get back to the title. Uh, Colby, but I do think Colby needs a win. Like, I do think that he has to earn his way back to the title. I don't think he just gets to be, you know, given another title shot because there are no options because Leon Edwards, you know, there are other guys at Welterweight I think can can work their way and say, hey, I want I want my crack at Usman. What if I told you that Juliana Pena in the rematch should be the favorite against Amanda Nunez, the GOAT? You going to fight me? I don't think I will fight you because we just saw it. I mean, like she clearly, she clearly had uh, had her means to go out there and beat Amanda Nunes. The I don't think she will be. I, I don't. I don't think she will be. I think that Amanda will still get that early rub, and people think that ah, it was just a bad night at the office. It's kind of fascinating. Like, like, what did you make of like just the way Amanda like reacted to all of it? Because it was just so odd. I checked out. 
but she is interested in coming back and definitely wants to fight because it didn't man it didn't feel like it. it felt it felt like by the end of it i was like hey, is she gonna call for retirement after this fight so when you and i did our recap et on monday and you can catch that on the betql network check out our podcast i said that sometimes you have to wait as long as you possibly can to make a bet and you know sometimes they'll close the window or depending on where you bet i choose FanDuel. you can only bet so late you know because they close it a little bit before bruce makes his introductions but if you could have waited and you could have seen the walkout with amanda it just didn't look the same. She didn't look like she had that same fire in her eyes. And I know people say that sometimes. And then she goes out there and absolutely dominates. If you would have waited, you would have seen the look on Nunez's face and vice versa. If you would have seen Pena, you might have changed your bet, which is crazy because I was saying the entire time it's not worth talking about. What are we, what are we talking about? Amanda came in like she always does a minus 1,000. Juliana Pena was a plus 660. There's no reason to bet on Juliana Pena. I'm a little bit surprised that she did it one time. Might have just been a bad night for Amanda. And all of a sudden, you're saying that Juliana Pena should be the favorite in this fight. I don't think she would be. I agree with you with Las Vegas. But I also don't necessarily agree that she should be the favorite. It feels like I've seen enough of Amanda to give her the credit based on her entire resume, her lifetime achievement award if you will brendan that maybe it was just a bad night we've seen plenty of those in this sport and that i think that she should and would beat juliana pena if they ran it back and they're going to yeah it's it, it, i definitely want to see it it's it is cool that we have the shakeup, and honestly it is great that amanda did come out and say that she does want it back because that was the, always the thing with ronda when ronda lost she just kind of ran off and it was almost like she was forced into the Nunez fight after the whole Holly Holm thing. So Yeah, but let's not think know, that's the norm. I mean, uh, Ronda, no, Ronda. No, no, it's not. But, but it is still like, you know, Ronda had that notion of if she was the greatest woman's fighter. Then the mantle maybe went to Chris Cyborg. You and should. Amanda took all of that. And so to see her say, no, 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 no. I'm not going to let this stand. I do like the fact that Amanda definitely wants to run it back. Speaking of running back, Izzy's going to run it back coming up in a couple of months with Robert Whitaker. What if I tell you Izzy's going to knock him out again? You going to fight me? Yeah, I'm going to fight you on that one. I think that one, I, I honestly, I'm a big Robert Whitaker fan. I think that he does better the second time around. Um, Izzy, you know, he, he did go make the run up at, at light heavyweight. So that, that shred of invincibility isn't quite the same that it was, um, you know, I think the thing that we always got to worry with Robert is like, man, I hope that he stays healthy. I hope that everything goes good in camp. And so that we can get to that route when it comes to Israel. Adesanya. But I feel like that's one where I feel like that's a, that that's made for five rounds. I think that I think Robert Whitaker is a smart fighter, has a better game plan and, uh, and doesn't get, uh, doesn't get tricked maybe like the way he did in the, uh, the first fight, you know, he, he, you go in there with the style bender. He's so unique. I feel like getting that, that experience under your belt helps you more. So, and, uh, and it would help you avoid it in the rematch. So this is the last tapped out here of 2021 on the BetQL Network. You're going to fight me if I tell you the most fun fight to watch this entire calendar year was Gaethje versus Chandler. You're going to fight me? Oh, man. Put me on the spot. Um... Ortega Max? Max Cater? I mean, <laughs> Max Cater, man. Max Cater was a really good one. I mean, that was that was that was. I you know where I watched that. I watched Max Cater from SeaWorld, and uh, the Orca was doing its thing. I remember distinctly. My wife was like, she was very disgusted with me. She's like, really, you have to watch fights now. I'm like, listen, I get the tricks the whale's gonna do, but can you can you see what's going on here with Max Holloway? All right, he's breaking records. Can you understand? I know what the whale's gonna do. Ah, splash. We get it. It's the bit. So, uh, yeah, I think that that's a good one that you throw up to me. I like that one more than uh, than Gaethje versus Chandler. Although, man, that was good. I watched that one in a weird one, too. I was watching that one during a Heat postgame press conference. Very inappropriate to watch fights during a Heat postgame press conference. Thankfully, they won. Nobody was mad at me for doing it. 
you've watched some stuff in some weird spots, my friend. I thought you were going to do it on, like, on the church bathroom the- or something. At SeaWorld, was Shamu performing? That's just flat out rude. Because I think that one was on Fight Island, so it was on at a weird time. I can never figure out what time these fights are on. So, But I do know <laughs> this. Uh, Gato beat Eubanks by knockout. Right now we got the walkout for the Tafa. Hunsucker fight. How, how, I mean, is there a better fun name in all of fighting? And I actually like Tafa in this fight, to be honest with you. Who you like? I'm taking Hunsucker, man. Listen, don't <laughs> miss weight at heavyweight. I'm going with the Hunsucker. I think I just think it's right. How are you going to miss a 265 pound limit? Are you kidding me? Sometimes when guys don't have nicknames, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. When your name is Hunsucker, you just walk out to that. Like I'm talking one name. I'm talking Cher. I'm talking Madonna. I'm talking Palais style. Like just Hunsucker. Should be what that guy comes out to. And Tafa's a good one name too. But I think Tafa. And this is one of those fights. Remember we were talking about last week. Who was it? The the tie two of Asa fight. I was like, I think two of Asa wins by knockout, which I ended up being right. And then he did a couple of shoeies. It was awesome. But I wasn't sure. I just knew that somebody was going to get knocked out. That's how I feel on this one. Like somebody's going to get knocked out. What do you look forward to more? Uh, do you look forward to the Tai Tuivasa Shui more, or do you look forward to the Derek Lewis post game interview more, post fight interview? That's a tough one. Um, at this point, my answer has to be the Tai Tuivasa Shui because I'm not even grossed out by it. Like when I first saw it, I'm kind of a germaphobe. So when I first saw it, at this, I'm not gonna lie, I had a couple of natty lights and. Did I ask my girlfriend to take her shoe off and pour a beer last Saturday night? Because wow. I hit That's that bet. Like I told you guys. My, dude, <laughs> I told you guys about all of that undercard. Did I not tell you to have awesome by knockout? Did I not tell you that I know Cody was on the main card, but since I'm patting myself on the back, let's go ahead and go there. I said he's going to get knocked out. His chin is gone. Now everybody knows that guy's chin is gone. What else are we on? Oh, we all agreed that uh, Dominic Cruz – I thought that, that thing was a dead duck. How about that? Dominic Cruz, we had that one. We all said that, right? BT, you like that one too. Yeah. He was going to win by decision. And after one, it didn't look good. But after three, it looked great. We were hitting everything that night. Yeah, it was uh it, it was definitely a crazy night up until uh, up until the Cobain in Maine. Uh we were we were cooking. But uh listen, that's what makes the sport great, man. I mean, I love the unexpected thing. It's the best part about the sport, is that you know, four ounce gloves, so many ways to win. It is, uh, you really, you really just can't rule anybody out on these nights. Brendan Tobin's in Miami. Sean Levine here in Kansas City. Got CJ, got Jay, got you here on the BetQL network coming up in just a few minutes. Jake's going to take over the mic and ask us the better bet. But before that, I'm going on with this. Uh, I don't want to know if you want to fight me about this. Home Alone is the greatest Christmas movie of all time. You going to fight me? I think I think when you get outshined by your own sequel, I'm gonna say you can't be the greatest Christmas movie of all time. I you would don't say, actually believe that. I, oh, dude, Home Alone, Lost in New York, way better. First of all, I, mean, I yeah. literally watched that last night on a scale of one to ten. I would give it a point five. That Why movie absolutely that sucked. And you're talking well, I, about I Home Alone. I watched through a child's eyes. A classic. Well, I was watching it through a late thirty-year-old something's eyes. That's really neither here nor there. You're talking about the classic that is Home Alone. It was the same. Home Alone 2, Brendan, was the same thing. Let's just be honest. It was the same thing. Instead of the old scary man, they had an old scary woman with a bunch oh, of pigeons. Oh, she was so scary, though. And then until, until we learned that she was a gentle soul that lived at the top of an orchestra. Hey, speaking of scary, which fight are you looking forward to the most? Because I think that it's the Jake Paul Tyron Woodley fight. If you told me that it was something in the octagon, I wouldn't argue with you. Which one is it tonight? Honestly, I'm I'm really geeked up for Frank Gore versus Darren Williams because Frank's my guy. Uh, but also, <laughs> I, I really am into Cub Swanson versus Darren Elkins. It's uh, I I don't know what it is. Two old guys. It's like 
there's nothing to fight for but old man, old warrior pride. It's just, I, I, I just love that fight. That one's going to be going off here in a little while. You can get Elkins right now at a plus 160. The Killer Cub comes in at a minus 198. And the Tafa fight is over. Uh, didn't I tell you that somebody's going to win by knockout? Hudsucker lost. going to happen early. Tafa by knockout. Oh, well, I guess he Unbelievable. Puts... And Hunsucker goes down. Round one KO, boys. Very oh. happy about it. Very happy about you. it. Maybe you should turn it up and keep listening right here on the BetQL Network where you're tapped in all this night long right here on the BetQL Network.